Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Legend of the Five Rings podcast, Strange Assembly. I'm Chris Stevenson. Here with me today are five-time runner of the Atlanta Cote and the proprietor of Shinjo John's Emporium on eBay, John Freeman. Hello, everybody. Also here today is Jay Earl, who helped run four of those five Atlanta Cotes. Jay? Squeak. I mean, hello. Guess who used to be a ratling? Across the table from me is Trevor Valentine, also known as that guy who wants to burn down the entire empire. He's not going to do it on his own. Kevin Kennedy. Hi. And Justin Purdy. Hello. Today on Strange Assembly, we're going to talk about the mispacked Panecki's Disgrace promo, two exclusive previews from the upcoming Imperial Gift 3 set, as well as the Strange Assembly news desk. But first, let's talk about the recently released Plague War expansion. Play War has been out for a couple of weeks now. We've all had a chance to look at the cards, play a few games, and so everybody here was given a little homework assignment to go and come up with their own top ten cards from the, the Play War. We haven't talked about them with each other yet, but you're going to get to hear us do that now. So let's go to Jay first. Okay, thanks. Um, all right, so first off, at number ten, I've got Cold Hands, Stone Heart. Um, I think this is a really nice ability. It's... I mean, it's monk only, so only dragon's going to get to use it, which is why it's low. But at the same time, well, it's spider could use it. Spider, true. They don't have monks. Crazy. They, they do it occasionally. <laughs> anyway, only two clans get to use it, but it's a it's a free card. You get the battle action back. You get a the card back. Uh, it's two force, and with the dragon nonsense, it just starts that chain of going. Actually, wait a second. Phoenix has a monk. We well, why don't we agree Phoenix isn't going to run it based <laughs> yeah. on we, 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 we don't no, talk exactly. about him. He doesn't have zero points. <laughs> he's, no. That's true. No, he's, he's no. no. Yeah, he's right. bad. Okay. See, I've got that, and it's even higher. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, at number nine, another dragon card, Kitsuki Yukari. I think that just, she fits into the dragon deck just so nicely. Uh, I mean, seven gold for three personal honor, non-unique, five chi for their box, magistrate for their trait, and once you get two of her out, she has a send home ability that gets you on her. I think that slots right into the current dragon deck. Yeah, not so bad nice at all. Like, <coughs> I love zero force. Yeah, the current dragon deck even exist after Plague War? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. I, I think she's kind of meh personally. I mean, but I mean, you're starting to get a deck with just no force at all now. I'm okay with it. That's okay. You'd like five chi. Yeah, it's, it's honored. They I don't mean, she's good for the box. Force. Sure, five chi. Yeah. But yeah, and she's she's a deck that you're still committing entirely to honor. Yes, now. Yeah. entirely to not trying to win battles. She's kind of uh, very very specialized. Oh, she's huh. special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you put her in. I mean, you put her in LSC, and she's got. I mean, the five chi is good. You probably I mean, replace Suihara. But the, the fact she wasn't in Suiha wasn't in a Suiha. lot of LS, LSC decks. On it. The yeah. fact that she's zero force means that she can't go in any other deck but Honor. There's mm-hmm. no yeah. way she's going to make the cut in a good military point. deck. And I would really like to see Dragon have an optional uh, military option with Magistrates. And that does not add anything to that aspect. Because Magistrates are kind of cool in their control aspects. Okay, I'll say no. that. But okay, go on. Fair okay. enough. Alright, so number eight, uh, Talisman of Sakaku. Uh, it's the one that cancels a redirect. Frankly, I'm a Yojimbo player. I don't like that at all. <laughs> and at the same token, I, I want to use it against... Damn it! I want my uh, 
my, my action to hit who I want it to. I don't want you redirecting. I didn't even think of that card. I didn't either. Scorpion players can play it for one less gold. Yeah, that's so nice. one holding. Yeah, well, yeah, the Scorpion player is two force for two gold with a fairly nice little ability. It doesn't ability. mean they will, but, you know. Yeah. But there's, yeah. there's not... It, this isn't Samurai. There's no seat of power. Redirection is not as, as omnipresent as yeah. it was. Once you get past the Yojimbo deck... There are there are some unique heavy decks that use Imperial, Imperial Command. Yeah, right. some decks have a, a like you know a Chuga Sato in them. How much redirect is there? Yeah, I mean the, biggest, the, the really biggest redirect problem I see is duty, and you and can't duty that. You can't, you can't that do that. That's not duty. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it, there's not a huge amount of redirect. It's not the best thing ever, but at the same time, it is really annoying to have your key action redirected off of. They're a big guy, and, and because you play Phoenix, yeah, yeah, yeah because I fe- because I play Phoenix, I'm scared of that. That's why it's on there. And it's 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 at least got two force, so it's not. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah. another thing is you can easily throw it into a deck because it's two force that doesn't block your weapon for three gold, two if you're Scorpion. I've never seen that card before. You mentioned. It. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pull one. I, yeah, okay. I, I actually made it up for this top ten list. <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> Can't you tell how fake it of a card it is? It's not even. Yeah, I think that's no, actually that's like a, a piece real of card. printer paper. Yeah. <laughs> next okay. card. Nice art. Uh, all right, so my next card is Nature's Embrace. This is another one showing, again, I'm a Phoenix player, but the fact that it's a reusable four or five force boost that doesn't require me to be opposed, that goes for free on Ningen, I just really like the or, card. Or Takashi. Or Takashi, either one. Or Hachiko. Yeah. Yeah. You've got all sorts of cards it's, it's, that didn't even look at. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a good card for the, the Shugenja Samurai Synergy theme that, that right. they're trying to pull off with TST. Right, I mean, that's, uh, that's why it's here. It's because it's great for that one deck. It's a two-gold-cost spell. It's Void, and it attaches to a go- Void personality for two less gold. It's got a battle open, battle this card, give a target Samurai force bonus equal to the Shugenja's key. Right. So it's Nobuyuki on a, on a fake card. Right. It's... See, and because we, we, we had, several of us had to look at the card, because <laughs> we didn't remember what it did. I, there's well, so much force pump now, even so yeah. much unopposed force pump. If you could target a Shugenja for the force pump, it would be scary, because then it could go with well, all yeah, those annoying cavalry blitz mm-hmm. guys, but I... Yeah, it has to be played like a Samurai Shugenja synergy deck, but it does have a three-focus value, which does make it make, mean it will fit in most dueling, TST yeah. decks instead of, like, say, chasing a Son of Woe. Yeah. But, mm, good okay. point. Next card. What'd you guys say? Right. My next card is Tsuruchi Ogata. Uh, this is the Mantis guy who steals holdings. Uh, I think this guy is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he's just hilarious. I mean, I, I see just so many silly things to do. I mean, of course, the problem with him is that he's all about what your opponent's doing. But if your opponent's got a diamond mind and you're playing followers, awesome. Well, that well, means a mantis man. His, his targeting is restricted by his cheese. Yes. So. Oh, is it? You're yeah. only you can get a two-gold holding. Two, right. two for twos. Well, never mind. But it's still you can, two free gold. Yeah, you can still, still get, you can still get Peddler... Uh, you can <laughs> snag your peddler. Yeah. That's a good idea. You can snag their peddler. <laughs> counting house. You can snag yeah, counting yeah. house. Yeah. You can snag expendable. There's a, a lot of utility two for twos yeah. that you if can snag with them. If you're playing against Crane, Dishonor, Honor Switch, which I don't know if it's that's even possible, you could s- steal one of their My Father's Shrines and rehonor your dude. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Better the guy he's not attacking. Oh, actually, one of my yeah. favorites is... Uh, if you're playing against Scorpion, you can steal their corrupt officials before they get to use it on your Oyo Sados. Hmm. That's also good. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
He's not naval. Someone had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, he's, he's not naval. Yeah. That's true. He is he, a so he will never get played in a Mantis deck because he's not naval. He's not a right. Mantis player has <laughs> refused to play anything that's not naval, no matter how good it is. No, well, he's not naval. He doesn't have a battle <laughs> ability. He doesn't have a battle yeah. ability. Tom he's a magistrate. Tom is terrible. I got one unnaval person. She has a range six. <laughs> Are they perfect? Yeah. Are you not still playing uh, Psycho? What's Sia? 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 No, Sia's... Menace players well, not playing. Sia right, hasn't like, been in a deck. No, 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 not her. The uh, the Shiganja. So- Sayoko's not yeah. in right now. Okay. She, oh, she's okay. hitting this. Yeah, she is hitting this. Alright, next off, uh, Yoga Rieko. She's on my list. She She's very good. I mean, battle open, straighten somebody. That's pretty quality. The reason I put her on my list, though, is I realized... Should the poison deck ever get annoying enough? I don't. I don't think it will. But should it? She is the best meta for the poison deck. <laughs> oh yeah, because you move the poison tokens back to their guys. Yes, I don't. Think and she's not even a dead slot because she's battle open straight in one of your guys. Ninja. I don't think that's even the best personality ninjas got this set. I have the other guy. In mind. Nin- ninjas it, is solid for ninjas. Oh, yeah, that's not the best personality. But for other people, in addition, yeah, I mean. Uh, it seems to me I saw a Phoenix deck playing with the crane who battle open straight guy. Right. Yeah. I'd rather play with her. I'm tough. Well, because it's the same one for an extra gold, and you've got that meta, and she actually has some force on her. I yeah. I yeah. put Asahina AK in my TST deck for for that reason, and I, he's definitely going out for her. Yeah. She also works in the Dishonored deck. She also doesn't have a honor requirement. Always nice. Yeah. All right. So next up. Mast in Shadows. Which number is this, by the way? I've lost track. Uh, four. <laughs> number four. Mast in Shadows. It's a ninja-only card, but at the same time, it's an amazing ninja card. The fact that it's shutting down two of the most common battle actions, send home and move in, is really nice. Because mm. you, 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 your guys can't be sent home, their guys can't move in. Or move home. Or move home. Right. They're stuck there. There's no there's no moving that you don't want. I have a ninja deck, and I still don't play that card. I can't take the uh, tempo to play it. Plus, terrain, you've got... A lot of people are running for warning because they're afraid of a lot of different events. Uh, I don't think they're that afraid of terrains, but... Random my graves are everywhere. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. well, there are certainly some terrains out there that can, like, hose certain decks. I oh, think yeah. Circle Terrain is still a threat. <laughs> unfamiliar yeah. Ground. Unfamiliar. Still <laughs> yeah. Un- unfamiliar Ground is still not so much of a threat because of Planes of Resolution. Yeah. But, okay. but yeah, Unfamiliar Ground can still wreck decks, too. Um, I'm gone. Number three. All right, number three. OGI. Yeah. I mean, she's just awesome. Yeah. Five Force Shigenja, six Chi, four Personal Honor. She wins duels. I mean, she just... I, mean, I, I don't see how she could lose a duel. Ring of Fire on a stick. Yeah, Ring of Fire on a stick. Yep. That's why I love her, is because she is the best way to get Ring of Fire into play. Um, she's really cheap for what she does. Yeah, I mean, she's, oh, she's so cheap. Really. For her stats and she's her ability, amazing. she is so cheap. 12 gold people would still play her all day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too bad she's loyal. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's a rule of thumb. If you could increase a card's gold cost by two, and it would still go in every single deck of that clan, it's probably, probably yeah. good. I, <laughs> I honestly don't know if I'd play her if she would cost 12. It would still go in a lot of decks. It's still go in a lot of decks. It's still going yeah. a bunch She of probably wouldn't go into TST at that point. She's yeah. Yeah. She likes to mm-hmm. sit at home. Well, there's Shigenja like to sit at home, I mean. Yeah. 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 But... 
She's yeah. a limited action right, too. Though. So well, you, same time, she's, she's six two. You give her the nature's embrace. That's the six force force boost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ochi plus Tsukimi. Everybody's plus six force. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's or eight force. I, I don't want to see that. I expect either. to see OGI in just about every Phoenix deck. Yes. Yeah. From now on. Yeah. I, and she'll be annoying every time she hits. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number two, impetuous challenge. Hmm. I mean, re- really, this is on the list and as high as it is because it really is going to change how people duel. No, no longer are you going to just be like, oh, he focused, I'll strike, whatever. You're going to go ahead and focus against them with that focus effect. Plus, it's not a bad card just on its own. Starting a duel, more duels are good for dueling decks. I think it's more important that it's another duel than the focus effect. Yeah, that's, that's honestly why it's on my list. Is that it's another battle duel. Yeah. It's on my list. The The thing with the focus effect is that the focus effect only matters, matters if it's a non-lethal duel, which True. is mostly I'm playing yeah. out of the crane box. Or Ochi, I mean. I mean, if you're talking about a, a dueling deck that's not out of the, the crane box, you're... Your main card is steel on steel. You're, it's only the second impetuous challenge that's really starting to give you more duels that really, mm-hmm. really do something. Bowie so. unit's pretty solid, though. Master yeah. the yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think it's on there, but I, I agree that I, for me, it's more on there because actually having more playable duels lets you start to get more synergy with duels and with focus effects. Yeah, it makes yeah. Alignment for a large crane makes alignment yeah. a whole lot more possible. Yeah. Okay. What's number one? All right, number one, Suruchi Kuze, because she's perfect. She's <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I had to do that, that joke. That was, that was my... No, number one, I only always thought you were speed. serious there for a second. I did, too. It's like, cry. Jay. Only action speak. Sorry, okay. I had to do the joke. Only action speak. So, as everybody knows, there's two big honor meta cards in here. I'm sure this is going to be the start of the argument over which is better. I'll, I'll start off, though. Of the two, I think this is the better one. Because the other one only hits limited honor gain decks, really. That's not true. The pr- proper deference is if you gain 8 honor, except for battle resolution. No, active player. Uh, active, active player. player. Yeah, it active doesn't work. If, if, you gain a, if you gain a 16 honor on your opponent's turn, they can't proper deference you. Okay. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Of course, the, the, the other thing, I've been thinking about this card, the, the other thing is there's a couple cute things you can do with this, and a couple annoying things. The cute thing, of course, is if you don't, if, if your opponent's military, you don't want the card, you got an Oyo Sato out, you can just cycle it out for a new card. It's silly, yeah, but it's, it's doable. Uh, the annoying thing is, this goes into a Scorpion deck. And, oh, hey, you thought you were good because you had two Oyosados out. Sorry, you don't get to, you don't get that extra turn of protection yeah. with your Oyosados. Mm-hmm. I've heard an even sneakier what? trick. Scorpion playing well-defended border so that it goes off at the beginning of their dynasty phase, or at the beginning uh, of your dynasty yeah, phase. Okay, you can't, you can't only actually speak well-defended border. Oh, you can't? No. Okay. no. Really? Yeah. Uh, there are a couple different ways you can get around only action speak. Uh because it says that uh, negate all honor gains until after the action's resolution. Okay? So, for example, if somebody plays uh, Prepare for the Worst, mm-hmm. that doesn't re- the action resolves, he gets the honor at the end of the turn. So it, it doesn't negate any uh, act honor gain from that card. Um, I'm not... I could be wrong about Well-Defended Border. Well, Well-Defended Border's 
trigger is, let's double check this, but I believe well-defended borders trigger is reaction at the beginning of the dynasty phase. Yeah. And you gain the honor during the resolution of the well-defended border if it's they didn't reaction. assign. Yeah, after another player's so dynasty you, phase begins. Yeah, so you wait until the other guy's dynasty phase, you play the reaction on well-defended border, you gain the honor, right, and then you... And where you know, so you you, you play your yeah you play your own well defended border you play your own own only action speak you negate your you try to gain your one you negate the one which turns on only action speak which and means then, you don't get and your then honor yeah and then you are play. yeah, yeah and, okay. and, and then it shuts it down for the rest of the phase right. and you get to just so yeah draw the card which means that you can't trigger it off well defended border you couldn't trigger it off the the dragon box the LSC you cannot trigger yeah. it off of no. last okay yeah so there are a couple different ways that honor decks can get around this card I mean they're but it's still just a huge card it's a huge card it's number one on my list my list yeah yeah, yeah. not me. Uh, the only thing I can say, <laughs> well explained. Only thing I can say about running out of scorpion is that battle action is terribly useless for scorpion, which yeah. you know makes me happy because I like attacking into scorpion dishonor decks and wrecking their face. They got Pinecki if they're good players, right? But but yeah. again, with, with the scorpion deck, you can just cycle away. You're not going to probably not going to want the battle ability. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I. Organized my list according to what I thought had were going to have the most effect on the environment and what helps the most decks. Um, so I'm going to start from the top here with only action speak, and I think we've discussed this already. Um, yeah. Uh, I personally don't think that the the battle ability on only action speaks is, is great, but people are going to run it anyways, and honor decks are going to be terrified of it, and they're going to you know pee their pants. So yeah. mm-hmm. it goes on top of the list. Uh, the second card on my list is Zarushi Gadayu. He is a 5 force, 3 chi, 4 force? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man is personality who has naval, of course, and he's got like, he's 9 gold cost, right? And he's got a battle ability, which is like target a card without attachments that has a lower gold cost and kill it. Uh, he's not loyal. He's going to go in like pretty much every like big unit, nasty samurai deck. I see him going into TST. I see him going into crab big unit. Yeah. I see him going to like the unicorn stability deck. Yeah. Uh, anything united. Deck? Anything yeah. united. He he's a beat stick. He's he's scary as hell. The he's but good. he has a second ability too, right? Yeah, he yeah. Has battle, 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 battle part. Yeah, yeah. bound attachment. Battle open bound attachment. Yeah, battle open. Oh, that's yeah, that's, the, that's the open part on the bound that's attachment. That's extra sweet. <laughs> he's completely yeah. ridiculous. He was real close to making my list. Uh, yeah, he's number two on my list. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank, okay. thank you, Trevor, for bringing us uh, beat downs by good day. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Yeah. The third card on my list is proper deference. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. which. Uh, Everybody says that proper deference is like you know, you know, serious hardcore honor meta. I honestly think that proper deference is going to be good for some honor decks. I think proper deference is going to make Crane Scout playable as an honor deck because it is a better card for them to put into the deck than Unfortunate Incident. A lot of the the more solid, more military oriented honor decks, the ones that are, are real turtles that can hold off military forever, yeah. but they're just slow. Um, can get really, really good use out of the card because the, the battle action is just perfect for them. It's like a negative four force. It's not a great military action. Force reduction is not really a good military yeah, option. Yeah, the battle action is terrible. The battle action is terrible, terrible for anything but an honor deck. 
because Onardak isn't trying to win battles, it's just trying to save provinces. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that I predict from this set is that if Craning players are smart, which, you know, it's a big if, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like saying if L5R players are smart, no, no offense against uh, the, the Crane players, L5R players in general are stupid people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 to be fair, people are pretty stupid people. Yes, yeah. people people are stupid. Let's hit everyone while we're at it. Yes. Let's <laughs> alienate everybody. Including myself. So, but I think the, the, the Crane Scout Honor deck is actually going to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, because of proper deferments, because it can use it to slow down the faster Honor decks. Right. Um, like, just the thing about proper deference for me is. It it goes to a poker thing. Whenever your opponent does something that they wouldn't have if they could see your hand, it's good for you. Exactly. And people are going to make incorrect decisions just because that card exists. Yeah, I mean, it's also the reason why it's number three on my list is because it's an environment-changing card. Cause it is. Because the other honor decks are, are terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that they're going to change their place so they only gain that seven, seven honor seven, each eight. turn. Um I mean, people because are it's too, it's too much. A, it's too much yeah. of a risk for them to take. They're, they're, yeah. they're not going to do it. Right. Yeah, and I have, I, I have, I have both honor meta cards on my list. And a big reason that I have them both is because just by existing, they are going to change how people play. A crane is is stuck playing some sort of honor deck. It may be straight honor, maybe scout military, but Phoenix. Has plenty of good. Has good non-honor decks. Dragon has a good, at least one good non-honor deck. I think you're going to see people afraid of playing honor because those cards exist. And and like Justin was talking about, you're going to see people, you know, oh, I impromptu, I impromptu duel this turn and gain my four. I better not buy a guy who who has four personal honor in this three, this dynasty yeah. phase. Yeah. And, and and just this card sitting out here is going to drain people off. And I'm not. And, and people are going to be afraid of Shroud. I'm not sure how much they will be. I don't. I don't know how much these are going to make it in. I think only Action Speak will make it into more decks because there are decks that are going to want to play it because it's a good battle action for them, and because there are a lot more random ways to trigger it and get the card draw. I don't know how much proper deference is actually going to get played, but yeah. just by existing, it, it's it doesn't have to. Up. Well, but like I said, it's going to go in, in in some honor decks because it's it's a good card for honored. Honor decks. It'll slow down other honor decks. And My green awesome. deck got a little greedy today, and I uh, lost fifteen honor. <laughs> yes, I, I guilty. I did. I, I did not win that game. <laughs> wow. Not at all. And, and the other thing is that I think because honor decks are going to be scared, of, a lot of people are going to be play, scared of playing honor decks. Uh, the few people who who choose to play honor decks are going to play really, really good honor decks, and they're going to yeah. do well. I mean, that is definitely one of the things with both of these big honor meta cards. In is. How often is this meta going to cycle into decks? How many people are going to get away from playing honor decks because the meta exists? And, I mean, I've been playing this game for almost all of us 15 years, and, and whenever they print something that is it's a, it's a very strong meta card, sometimes it just becomes a moot point because of the meta, people will stop playing it, stop playing the honor deck or whatever the, the meta is for, and then it'll, they'll get back to playing that, so the meta will come back into decks, and then they'll get away from playing those decks because the meta's in the decks, and then they'll go out of decks, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just wondering, by Gen Con, which part of the cycle are we going to be in? Yeah. And, I mean, I think it, it, a lot of people have compared it to Burn the Village, because when Burn the Village came out, a lot of people panicked, and they stopped playing boxables. <laughs> and I played a deck that was basically based around boxables. I did okay with it. I didn't win a Kote, but... I'm happy with my performance this season, and I didn't see Burn the Village at all. 
Hardly. I saw like one in two Kotes. And I was playing Boxable Swarm deck. Yeah. So, the fourth card on my list is definitely Aura. Okay? The yes. Samurai Sneak Attack. It's a Dark oh, yeah. Virtue, Reaction, Sneak Attack with per- Personality. That has to be performed by the Samurai. But it's got a four focus value. And the main reason why it's on my list is because it makes military dueling decks a lot more viable. Okay, I'm going to see... I know it's going to go in like the TST military dueling deck. Crane might have a military dueling switch deck they might run out of. I don't know. Um, and it's also a really, really great card for the Spider Paragon deck out of, oh, the, yeah. that, out of the Dark Virtue box. You know, I think it's a a more real upgrade for Spider Paragons because they can bring it back with some cards because they've got some people who let you draw it off the top more. Mm-hmm. Does it, How much of an upgrade is it to go from a three-focus value sneak attack to a four-focus value sneak attack for I don't know. I mean, dueling it's deck? Nice, it's an upgrade. It's a little bit... It's an upgrade for the dueling deck, much. but I think the biggest thing about this card is it's another sneak. Yeah. yeah. If you want to uh, play four sneaks really, in a deck... you really, really want to yeah. play four or five, five or six sneaks in a deck, now you have the opportunity to If, if you're to insane that. and you want to play six, six sneak attacks in your deck and yeah. you know, cripple your hand... <laughs> That, that, that's it's an option. But all of my season, I was saying I mean, to myself, I, I wanted four. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and miss and admit that the precede value of this card is probably going to be a lot more than its actual value in games. Um, I mean, it looks really good just because it's like, ooh, it's a sneak attack. But it, it's a sneak attack. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. It can still be reinforced against. Yeah. It it, which I'm wondering how many people will start playing that. Totally. A out. little more. Playing, of... playing Reinforced Against in my military deck right now. Really? It works like a charm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like so much. The Resident Manus player says. So, so, so you don't fight. think we should get another Reinforce the Gates light card with negate sneak attack plus random other battle ability? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Can I get Termination? <laughs> <laughs> no. Termination does not need to come back. The, the rules team is now going to hunt you down. <laughs> yes. You can get Determination if I can get the counter Determination so nuclear You're going to get a set of AEG ninjas show up at your house. Alright, so my fifth card is Impetuous Challenge. Because it's another battle duel. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's going to change the way people play duels. I don't think that that did that, 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 that big. I don't mind throwing away a card in my focus pool that I'm never going to see anyways right. to, to prevent it from happening, but it does mean that you know crane players get a chance to focus that hamstrung um, sometimes. Uh, but it mostly is just because it is another battle duel, yeah. and, and that's awesome. Uh, ridiculously awesome. The... Sixth pick on my list is a little weird, and it's probably about the most contentious one on my list, and that's fainting position. Yeah, John, John's got this look on his what face. Did you just like, say? What the hell is that? <laughs> I have no idea what that card does, I'll be the first to admit it. Okay. Fainting position is a scout card. Okay. Like I said, I, my, I've already said my feelings about the, the crane scout. It's a uh, target your unbound scout and bow them unless a recon action is targeted the province. Um, pretty standard scout text. Uh, move home a target personality and gain two honor if they moved. Uh, so, really, really good solid card for Crane Scouts. Potential to be playable card for Unicorn and Mantis Scouts. Like, it's, it, I know Trevor is looking at me like, no, but like, in, <laughs> in my weird little world, like, Mantis could run it. Like, you know, move somebody home as their navel. You've also got that, but you know, you could rearm some dude who proves your dishonor matchup a little bit. No, scouts stop dishonor, but they lose mm. pretty much everything else right now. But 
I like the flavor text on it. <laughs> that whole Shinjo I, uh, alliance thing. I'm probably wrong about this card. I'll go ahead and admit that, but I, I think it's a good card. Everybody else agree that Kevin is wrong about that? Yes. I don't know. Yes, I, we'll I, I think it's an awesome card for Crane, Crane on, Scout Honor, though. Who plays Crane Scout I think it's fine. Well, anybody who's playing Crane Scouts. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's fine. I don't think it's top 10 with it. Okay. My seventh card is Yoga Reiko. Hmm. The Scorpion, oh, yeah. Air, Shigenja, who opened people. Like I said before, I'm going to be running her in my TST deck. Yeah. She is sexy, sexy hotness. <laughs> um, it's uh, not she, even just talking about the art. No, I'm not talking about the art. Although April Lee's art is always... April Lee's art is good, and the art is good, but the card is awesome. It's 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 amazing out of Ninja uh, for, the, for the Scorpion players, because they have that, that ninja who bows people, he bows himself, and then they can unbow them and go take your provinces. Um, and I think Scorpion's going to get a lot of good use out of that card. Yeah. Um, and so is everybody else. Um, my number eight spot is actually kind of a toss-up between Tagashi Kanmu and Cold Hand Stoneheart. I think those are two really, really excellent cards that the Monk deck has gotten. Both um, are good. When I was in Puerto Rico, I was talking to one of the, a dragon player who also flew in from, like, Philadelphia to go to Puerto Rico, and he's like, "Yeah, all all the all the monk deck really needs is a is a four chi monk. He's got a decent battle action on him, and that's Tagashi Kamu. He's three fours, four chi, and got a sentinel action on him, and he's amazing." Hmm. I think more important was he's seven gold, and he's yeah. seven gold. That was a terrible slot in the monk deck for yeah. the longest time. I mean, I in order to get that four chi personality for uh, one of the flames I had the brown, Agash, uh, Akai. Gashi Akai, who's a four force four chi blank oh, Akagi, void. Yeah. Yeah. Akagi, yeah. He's pretty awful. Um, that guy is good. Yeah. And and then Cold Hand Stone Hearts is just awesome as well because yeah, it, it feeds into that whole additional battle action thing that that Dragon has. You get, like you, they get to use their box like an additional time and get those extra special effects from their cards an additional time. It enables that whole deck sneak yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they destroy yeah. your arms. Yeah. Yeah, it's pe- it's it, people played with hundred hand strike just to get sneak, random keyo, take two real actions, and cold hand stone heart is an ten order times better. Same better. thing, so yes. much better. Yeah, hundred hand strike. Hundred hand strike's like a bad card. <laughs> um, my ninth card is the wind never stops. It's a reaction. It's for the Battle Maiden deck. Mm-hmm. Like after after they give you one of those force penalties that the Battle Maidens do so often, they do a ranged attack with their personal honor. It's just like it says, Battle Range 10. Yeah, 10. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yes. Uh, the Battle Maiden deck is going to be sick. Uh, they already have that unopposed force pump. Uh, yes. I think that card was exactly what Battle Maidens needed. I mean, yeah, it, it makes all that force reduction they have actually useful. Yes. Yeah, so often the Battle Maidens are just either lowering your force or killing off their own guys to kill your guys. Yeah, I mean, right. this is just, this turns it into, I kill you and I'm still here. Yeah, I mean, well, the other thing I said before was that when I was talking about proper deference is that force reduction is a bad battle action. One of the major reasons for that right. is because of Justly and Victory. A mm. lot of decks run Justly and Victory. And Shameful Injury hit me today. Shameful Tactics. Shameful Injury is a little bit more more random. But, you know, John's looking at me, he's like, John plays Unicorn. He's, he's a battle maiden player. He loves that deck. Yeah. And, and he's looking at me, he's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I hate Justly and Victory. Because, you know, they'll, 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 they'll drop everybody's force of the year and your opponents go, I JV. 
crap. And, you there know, goes my entire yeah. hand. I got nothing else. Yeah, so Wonderful. in that brief window of opportunity where you've got that force reduction going on, you get to kill them. Yes. And that's amazing. Hey, man. Uh, the last card on my list, number 10, is Matsu Haruya. He's a Death Seeker. And um, he, he's got some battle ability. The important thing is that when he dies, you gain three honor. And Oh, yeah. He's got battle bow an enemy card with lower force too. Yeah, and three force. And, and three, three force, force, which isn't gonna hit much, but yeah. I mean, but it makes the the Death Seeker deck a a pretty decent deck to play, a fun deck to play, and a possible honor deck. Uh, I mean, I don't think Lion players are gonna actually play it because you know they've got a really amazing deck. Why? Why mess with it's what's not, not gonna broken? unseat the deck they have already here? No, anything. probably not. Mm, no. But I know there are some line players who are really excited to see that card mm. and want to play Death Seeker decks, and it's gonna add some color to the environment. Hey, Justin, what do you have for us? All right, I'm gonna start down at number ten first, and I've got Impetuous Challenge at number ten. We've been over it. It's just another duel for the deck, and I think the focus effect is cute, but it's just another duel, and I think that's awesome for that deck. Number nine, I've got Bayushi K-Ray. The acrobat. He's that great ninja they got for the ninja deck. He's actually got a reasonable, in fact, a very good stat line for his cost for a military deck, which oh, is wow. something Scorpion had been complaining about for a while. Yeah, he's like four fours. There is five now a ninja with bucks. base five fours. Yes. In battle wow. ninja target province. Good luck. And yeah. I... I've already pulled so many tricks with K-Ray, throw some attachment on him, go to a province, strike from the shadows, hop over to the next one. Yeah, you put a Prentice Shinobi on him, do that, and that's 8-4, so you can any of the provinces. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's so good for that deck. He, they they need that. He is hot. I mean, the, and poison tokens. Woo. And poison tokens. Yeah. I'm even leaving that part out. He, he, well, he, whatever. Yeah. He leaves you a nice little smoking present on your doorstep. movement. Move him. Doesn't have to be opposed. At, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, that ninja of province. Yeah. Okay. yeah he's yes. great. He's literally ninja of province. Imagine yes. that. Yes. He's Let's... great. Number eight, I put Rising Sunblade on there. And it's just the big, huge weapon now. It's eight gold for six force, which is... I mean, that's a ridiculous kind of force ratio Uh for any kind of attachment. And it's got a really beefy kill action on it. And it makes anybody a province-taking threat. It makes any stupid little pud eight force or nine force or something to take a province with. Mm-hmm. And it, it's also a weapon and not like an armor, so you yeah, can actually use it for cards. Doesn't it also Yari Jutsu? Yeah, Yari Jutsu. Oh, <laughs> Yari Jutsu for a million. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it a, is it a four? I think it's a three. It's like a three. Yari Jutsu is anybody with eight or less. That's like anyone. Yeah. Who doesn't have a weapon or armor. Right. So play your weapons and armors, people. This is another one I haven't seen on people's list. Number seven, I've got Inexorable Defeat. Just because of the utility of that card. You, a, you lose honor when you play it, but it destroys regions, it destroys terrains, and it's got this nifty send-in for your oh, yeah, Scorch the Earth card. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a really Scorch, good card. It's the Scorch the Earth behind you, but it's also just got open battle, destroy a terrain or a region, lose two. And I can't count how many times I've heard people complaining about Planes of Resolution. Yeah. And what did you use before that, before now, to kill it? Thriving Light. Thriving Light. Thriving Light. You either drew your Thriving Light or you didn't. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this is, Jay had the the terrain that prevented movement on it, mm-hmm. and this, I, I mean, I think that 
the, the battle ability on this, I think, is better than that terrain, and it comes with the region destruction, too. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to be You're able to soak the honor loss. Yeah. And I, some decks can't. I've heard some people say that it's going to be their move-in card for like the rest of the arc. Like they, They're going to stop running like Beloved of the Clan and play... I mean, you can... You can defeat. Uh, Two honors are up, but the card is pretty amazing. Yeah. Number six, I've just got Death Leora. I mean, it's four focus value sneak, but it's just there for the decks that really want four or five sneaks. Yeah. I don't think it's a huge upgrade over sneak, it's just more of them. I don't know what you're talking about. My monk deck desperately wants more than three sneaks. <laughs> to me any good whatsoever. You got Satsu. You, you, you got two yeah. monk samurai. Sneak Satsu. <laughs> Did he get the Yojimbo too? Yeah, no, but, and and we don't need it. I, I've seen a few dragon players saying, "Oh, there, now there needs to be a monk sneak attack." No, 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 Number five, I've got proper deference. We've been over it a lot. It's just its existence is the biggest problem for the honor runners. Mm-hmm. It's going to change things regardless of whether or not it's played. I mean, the battle action is terrible, but who cares? Number four, I put cold hand stone heart. Because it's awesome. It's awesome, and it it just means that so often I'm going to be taking double battle actions. And it, I mean, 100 Hand Strike is just not incredibly good. No, it's not. It's but terrible. Put 100 Hand Strike, put Cold Hand Stone Heart in the deck. And part of the problem the monks have is you want to replenish your hand when you're dumping cards so quickly, and this replaces itself. Yeah, it makes you very Does, Is the, um, <laughs> the removing of a base ability required part of that card? No. No, no. you, you do can not just target the, anyone. The, well, the, you have the, the target has to have equal or lower chi, but yeah. it, there's no requirement about moving the... Well, it, Kevin's giving a little whoop-dee-doo wave of his, his finger here, but you're not, you're not going to send in some random monk and be like, sneak, cold hand, stone heart, Tomago... Uh, you know that's that's not going to happen. But it, it, yeah, you you don't they don't have to have a base ability or anything. You can just use it on somebody who's who's blank. Get your plus two force, which is not even the part you care about. You get your card. You get to take two other real actions. Yeah, Monk got so many neat things this set, and I think that this did. is probably the most important thing they got. This is just a great card. Yeah. Number three, I've got Iron Gauntlet Brothers. I haven't heard that mentioned yet. Not a bad card. It's got the same 8 gold for 6 force. It kills things with 0 gold cost. It bows entire units. Mm-hmm. And just to make sure everybody can play it, it's got 0 honor requirement and 4 focus value. So, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And ranged attacks targeting a card in this unit have minus 2 strength. It doesn't get it's, killed by anything so less than a ranged So it doesn't get final duty or a route. Well, well, no. Even better, it's the whole unit. So you give it, so, you put that, you put it with a little one, two force follower, all those range twos aren't hitting it. That's right. What's the uh, requirement on the, did you just bow a unit? Uh, uh, each card with lower cost. gold cost than this card in a target unit. Okay. So, I mean, it may not bow an entire unit. It doesn't just guarantee bow a unit. Well, you'll find a way, man. You'll find a way. Oh, you, that's going straight into your deck. I, I think I basically. Uh, I think won it a already game has gone straight into the deck. Yes. Turn one, Iron Gauntlet Brothers, turn two. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that, that follower is huge. I expect to see it a lot. And I've got OGI up at number two on my list. <laughs> That that may be too high, but you do know she's loyal, right? I do realize that. She I mean, me it, it took a lot mm-hmm. for me to put something that only one clan could use on this list. But I mean, ten for five six is absolutely ridiculous. And I mean, for even forgetting this automatic ring of fire, which is actually really phenomenal. 
I mean, limited battle about almost anyone in the game. It's she just comes with so much stuff, and on top of it has ridiculous stats. And almost every deck's going to play her, I think, if they can. Not every deck, but almost every deck. Every Phoenix deck. Yeah, yeah, I mean every <laughs> Phoenix deck. And I've got only action speak at number one, and I don't think we need to go over that any more than we already have. It's just ridiculous. And it'll, you know, just totally influence the environment heavily now. John? Okay. Um, I have to cop to have done do I have dunning to have done my homework last night. Uh, so I haven't read over the Plague War quite well. So uh, to come up with my top ten list, yes, I am a dirty, dirty mercenary. Went to eBay, uh, looked for auctions only, completed items, and these are the top ten selling cards. From That's Shinjo John on eBay.com. <laughs> I swear he's not paying us anything for this. This man just said Dunning and he's a public I, I, education. I, I can personally <laughs> honestly say I've never bought nor received anything from John. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And no, he hasn't. Uh, at number 10, uh, weighing in at a whopping five bucks a piece, um, My Life is Yours. It's a Bushido virtue. Uh, yeah, choose your performing unbowed samurai. Bow a target enemy personality with equal or lower personal honor. You may target and bow another enemy personality with bait skull cost less than uh, six or less. That's terrible. So yeah, your lion bows another lion. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Like, like lion doesn't well, I mean, have not, enough bow printed on their people already. It, it, it lets, but, yeah, I mean, it lets crane or lion or battle maidens bow somebody and then bow a box. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's a double bow. It, it's yeah, not I mean, bad. You, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, right. it's part of the... boxable meta I'd actually consider maybe yeah. playing if I, I thought I'd run right. into it. Well, part of it also is lion hate. Because it's yeah. not just boxable, it's six or less. I do like lines. So, yeah. so yeah. You know, bow your it's guy tremendous. and that pud. Not bad. Um, number nine uh, is uh, at a whopping five and a third bucks, um, because I've divided playsets by three. The new uh, Peasant Vengeance, Overpowering Assault. The one that if you're a commander, bow a follower, kill a, a card with no attachments. It's all right, but I'm still not convinced it's better than Peasant Vengeance. I like it better than Peasant Vengeance because I bow my, you know, dutiful cavalry token spud that I've gotten, and I kill your Taoist archer. Peasant Vengeance I, doesn't get that. Well, yeah. the thing is that you, you, you have both. to have a commander. Yeah, you play both. It has to be the follower on the commander. So, yeah. yeah, so unless you're, you've got a good deck that's full of good commanders. I do. You do? Yeah, the, the commander follower deck that I was playing today. I think everybody in the deck is a commander except for maybe Chunye, and she okay. needs to get cut. Because I, I haven't seen very many good commanders yet. Parong's a good commander. Parong is good. Quang, uh, yeah. Keychang ain't bad. Okay. Um, Keychang experience is ridiculously good. I mean, bring him into play, give him a follower. Oh yeah. He's bring great. somebody else into play, give him a follower, give him a follower, give him a follower. It's, it's just ridiculous. And he's tactician. Yeah, and he's tactician. Hey, that's nice. Um, there are a couple of the uniques that are older, like Rena and Zhao. They're not bad. Uh, they're five. They're five force for either for eight and nine. Gold, respectively, so they're pretty good. And I mean, what good commander actions did you play before now? There's whole, which is awesome. That's it. I'm pretty sure Deadly Orders you know, wins. Deadly Orders <laughs> wins any. Yeah, any, but Deadly any. Orders is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Um, let's see, back up to the top. Claw and Shell. Six bucks a piece. Um, just just flat out lion hate. I mean, that is. I love the lion. That it is. And uh, 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 zombie hate. I yeah, mean, that was what the Claw and Shell was one of the ones that was previewed it's in not, uh, the, the Herald. Pawn of Corruption hate. Yeah, <laughs> even better. 
It gets any zombies. It gets token. It gets the Phoenix Rat Raider token. Ooh. Yeah, a couple other things that they have that create zero. Get your Ninja you tokens. You can. But we want the I'm Ninja okay tokens. Okay with that. Yeah, yeah it, 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 there, there are some other things it, it doesn't do, but it's also got a real battle ability stapled onto it as well, right? No, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the cost. It's I'm targeted thinking, any personality I'm thinking about of the cost of And that's a four focus value to Yeah, it's four one. focus. Yeah. But no, but the, yeah, but no, but that is yeah, I mean that just bows any attacking yeah. part. I mean, yeah, so it Yeah. It, it, I know I know, you know, Mantis never defends, but most other clans. I, I think the cards there. Yeah. Number seven, wind never stops. Awesome. Hot card. High hot card. Sexy. Six and two thirds bucks. But still, just just great. Uh, sorry. That's, that's the dollar. Oh, I'm laughing about the, uh, the, the dollar. The two-thirds. Well, you know. You, you gotta love the battle made in action. Yes. It's hot. Number six, Rising Sun Blade. I saw a playset go for 27. Wow. So nine nice. bucks a piece. Um, and that's the that's the only uh, strategy that is not on, or that's the only strat- non-strategy card on my list. Everything else, yeah. You mean red card sell? Huh? Red card sell. Well, red card sell. Imagine that. Uh, Deathly R is number five, ten bucks. Shadow's Talon. I haven't heard anybody say anything about it yet. That Um, almost made my list. Eleven and two-thirds bucks. I saw a playset go for 35. I think most of us don't Mm -hmm. have Shadow's Talon on our list because we have Impetuous Challenge instead. Because except for Sea Watch Castle... You still have to watch cards that are only focus effect, and and impetuous challenge is more important for enabling that yeah. than shadows talent. Shadows talent see that. didn't make my list because it is only a focus effect. Okay. It doesn't do anything for proactive. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an amazing focus oh, effect. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, God. Like, it's God. crazy. It's yeah, got it's, a wacky combo too. Well, anything. The, go ahead. What, what, what's the card? Raise all your focus values to be a minimum of three. Traditions of oh, steel. Yeah, yeah, because it's not going away. It's adding in. Yeah. So suddenly you focused an extra three. But well, then you have to play with traditions of steel. True. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that you're... it was a good combo. I said it was a funny combo. <laughs> traditions of steel is a good low stance proxy. To me, anything <laughs> that says focus effect and the last words are draw a card. I yeah. mean, that's just ridiculous. Ooh, yes. Hey, the, uh, welcome back to Lotus. Fortune Smile used to be draw a card, wasn't anymore. Nope. Shoot, weigh the cost. Fortune Smile wasn't. Oh, weigh the cost used to be draw a card. I mean, oh my gosh. Uh, number three, something that nobody said and uh, I, I was amazed at. Scouting far afield. I saw, it's on my list. Okay. <laughs> I saw a go for a play set for 40. Um, it's, it's, I mean, Bower Destroyer guy... Get back a strategy. Destroy my zombies. Destroy, Thank yeah. you again. Well, and if you destroy a real guy, play the strategy immediately. Yes. Or if you bow to a real guy. Yeah. Uh, six or higher. Nice. Force of six or higher. Oh. When you bowed him or destroyed him, you can take another battle action. So, I mean, just... I've been playing all these great actions. I need, I need that one. Okay, cool. Uh, my question is: Does the once per turn rule still apply yes. like yeah. it used to? And so, okay, yes. I yeah, thought so. You can't replay the same card. Gotcha. It has in the same face turn. Down, if you play the card it. this turn and it doesn't go face down, anymore, you can't get it back. Can't use it is it again. putting it in your hand? Putting it face down? Yes. 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 If it goes back to oh, your hand, yeah, 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 so you can play it again. Does yeah, it come you to your hand? Oh yes. It goes in your hand. Yeah, it does come to your hand. Yeah, you play it again. Take that action. There you go. You don't even have to take that battle action as your extra action. Good point. You just get an extra battle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If it's good enough to get back, okay, it's yeah, good so, to play so again. Oh, yeah, so you can't use it to just play the same thing twice. That's not bad. That's right. Yeah. Okay. 
And, of course, two. top two. Guess which two? Proper deference and only action speed. And in which order? The wrong Proper order. The wrong, yeah, yeah, according, according, order. according to you, wrong order. Either way, it's the wrong order. I saw only action speak ending at 21 and proper deference ending at 20. So <laughs> Big difference. Yeah, <laughs> one buck. whoop de doo But yeah, those two are the big $20 cards for the set. Surprised I haven't seen Deathly Aura ending higher than it was, because a lot of people have it priced at like 20 25 But I haven't seen any That's completed items. I'm doing it's, air quotes. It's too much. That's too much. Really. I, yeah. I, I think we know how I feel about people. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, a sneak well. attack. Yeah, I agree. And, and yeah, okay, that's well, that's my list. We're now from one mercenary to another, Trevor. All right, my list kind of sucks too. So these are just things that I would probably play in a deck. So don't really trust them. I have a, no order because I can't organize my thoughts. Actually, that's a very very bad criteria for cards because I've seen what Trevor plays in decks. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor has played some janky janky stuff in decks. It's not. Oh, I gotta say, I mostly found Trevor to play effective things in deck. Well, eventually, you know, he plays it in takes a while. Deck. It just takes a while. Well, but he but he knows that he's got a jank. You know, he's always got this is my real deck for the Kote. <laughs> this is the deck I wish I could play at the Kote, but I know it's not good enough. Oh, Thunder. Oh, Thunder. <laughs> All, right. All right, no order. So here, we've got through most of these by now. I have uh, Shadow's Talon because it yeah. enables all these stupid focus effects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bayushi K Ray because. That oh, ninja so is retarded. Uh, Hundred fold cut we don't have yet. Yeah, fold cut is awesome. That's Chris's card. So good for Kensai. Oh yes. Yeah. I hear uh, drawing two cards or stopping death is the correct play. Yes. Oh yeah. So, playing out of a, a C of my COT deck, my City of Tears deck against Kensai deck is really frustrating now because of that stupid card. Kensai needs. I'm just glad help. that a lot of my spells are unit destruction because I think it stops two deaths, <laughs> and that's frustrating. <laughs> I hope you're happy. <laughs> and uh, for for the honor cards, I have proper deference, the good card. You know why? You've commented a couple times, or some of them that you are, you strongly feel that proper deference is better, much much better than only actions. Unless why? you're playing crab or oni, but it, it puts honor on a clock, pretty much. You know how much they're going to gain. You know they're not gonna, if they're not over thirty, or they're not going to get over thirty. So. You, you can plan your decks accordingly. I mean, it. I mean, it, it, at its best, if you actually have it and can keep them honest with it, if you have it in your deck, it almost sometimes it gives you an extra turn. You know, if they go over, you win the game. They, right. they stop yeah. the whole turn on her, and good luck. Uh, what else? I have scouting far field. Yeah, I probably won't ever play the card, so I lied earlier. But it seems really good. Then uh, Sea Watch Castle. I have one of the strongholds. Oh, oh, wow. I very nearly put Sea Watch Castle on the deck. After seeing you play your Sea Watch Castle deck, oh. and that, that big, big, stupid smile you had on your face <laughs> of ultimate satisfaction. After, after listening you to, to you complain about how Crane is bad, and then seeing you play that deck with that awesome, satisfied smile on your face, I was like, that needs to go on my list. Oh, crap. Where can I put it? Um, See, I just assume you know, strongholds are kind of obvious. This is a really good stronghold. It's, a, it's an amazing stronghold. It's I crossed over 40 multiple times with all four provinces left, and wow. there's not a whole lot to do against that. Mm. That's not possible, Trevor. Honor's dead. It's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, those totally focus effects say so. Yeah, I was about to totally say, the, the one game that I won against it, that proper deference was the reason that I actually won that game. Yeah, stopping 15 honors. <laughs> 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 that kind of hurts. Yeah. And then uh, I have Suruchi Gedalyu, because... 
He's good. He's ridiculous. Navel, stomp your face in is, is a correct play. And uh, Deathly Aura. Yeah. But I like Paragons. I think it's pretty much terrible in any other deck, so... Yeah. You should be playing Sneak. We're not at all. Uh, Uchi-Ai, like everybody else. I didn't have her on my list. How many decks of yours is she in? She didn't sell all that well. She's unique. <laughs> Try yeah, I know. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, she's actually not in any of my decks yet. Yet being the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you look at his list... He has Ochai. Crossed out, crossed yeah. Out <laughs> she, she, she almost made it, yes. Way to cheat that one out. And then uh, Cold Hands, Stoneheart, because it does everything out of the muck box. And That's so good. Yes. Taking two actions as a sneak or navel is, wins games, and that's two actions and draw a card. Well, it's three yes. actions, because he's still really No, two, two real actions and draw a card. Yeah. Two real actions and the one. And possibly cute. drawing into you know, a good cold, one. Cold, yeah, Cold Hands, Stoneheart. Replaces itself and lets you do your, the things you really want to do. And blank yes. somebody out. But, and like, two well, fours. But yeah, I mean, the, the blanking out is good. I mean, if, if Cold Hand Stoneheart said, draw a card, take an additional action, it would be played. It would still be yeah, played. Yeah. every single yeah. dragon deck. I think it also says slap your opponent somewhere. You can hold in the light, maybe, but it's there. <laughs> Last and hopefully not least, I'll go into my list. Uh, Number 10, something I don't think anybody else has had, which is the cost of pride. It's another... Is that the reaction minus <laughs> Reaction, three? minus three fours to arrange the attack, battle, bower straighten, any personality that doesn't have a uh, thing. It's not a particularly potent effect in and of itself, but I have it on here. I tried to pick cards that would show up in a lot of decks. I tried to avoid cards that were, that were just uniques and that... I mean, have a big effect when they do show up, but they only show up in one clan, and mm-hmm. they only show up in that one dynasty slot. And there are a lot of ranged attacks, and there's a lot of force drain and force storm or something. And you're always going to be able to use that battle action. You're ve- almost always going to be able to use that that what? reaction. And so I think it's going to. Oh be yeah, a lot what did the battle action do again? It's battle bower straighten a personality whose force is different from their base force. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, that's anybody so with people. an item. Yeah, anybody with an I, mean, I, I know from playing uh, Shiba Raiden that there's a lot of targets for that. Yeah, oh, well, and yeah. If, you, yeah. If, if, if you are playing, you know, people Kensai always is concerned about their big guys with weapons getting bowed. I mean, if, if you are, yeah, if you are playing with items in your deck, you can always straighten your own guy when, they get, when he gets bowed down. I'm pretty mad on the card, but I, I can <laughs> see why people might play it. Yeah. Uh, Seems decent. Number nine, Iweko's Journals, because card draw is good. And I'm getting yeah. a lot of Portland. Oh, yeah. Iweko's Journals is when you, after you resolve a political action, you oh. bow it and you bow the PUD that you attach it to and you draw a card. I mean, everybody plays with, with, with Peddler. I mean, for a political deck, you've got all these random courtiers out there. Oh, yeah. You just, I mean, you're, it, it's only, it's only. Two gold, or is it three if you're it's, scorpion? It's two, three, two less. It's two, two three, if you're scorpion. Less, but I, I mean, I think that that's a lot of cards. I mean, any any scorpion deck that's that's playing the dishonor stuff is going to run that. Any uh, crane deck that's not scouts is usually going to have political <laughs> actions. I mean, bowing for the favor is a, a political action. Uh, it's after resolution oh, of an action from yep. all your political strategies. Oh, it has to be a strategy. It has okay. to be a strategy. Oh. Okay, that's less good. But still, it's real. I mean, you're right. I, I didn't even see. Card draw is good, period. Uh, eight, Impetuous Challenge, uh, for the reasons that we've already talked about. Seven, Rising Sun Blade. Followers have been played a lot more than, than weapons in so far in Celestial Edition. Mm-hmm. And 
the most frequently played followers are these big followers. They cost seven, they cost eight, they cost nine. They have a lot of force. They have a good battle action. And weapons haven't had anything like that, and now they do. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that that will little change. I mean, obviously, cavalry always likes sort of weapons, but there are three clans that have Kensei as a theme, and they don't get to. They haven't gotten to do that much. Uh, number yeah. six, Blessed Herd. It, it is specific to only one clan, but it is such a big deal for Unicorn. It's amazing oh, yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's really it's good. It allows it's us to play a lot of big stuff. That Unicorn Commander's deck, I probably would have never put it together without Blessed Herd. To go back on your last card, I don't think... I mean, I, I appreciate the Rising Sunblade has a great action on it. It's a great card. Um, but I think I think follow decks we still have kind of a, a slight advantage over weapon based decks because when you battle personality in a follower deck, all the force goes away. The follower deck, the force there is kind of separated. Like I know from Mantis, uh, Trevor's uh, Dragon Guard City deck, he's got that Deadly Orders card. Like I'll zero out his guy and then Deadly Orders his follower, and that and that just like he takes a problem. That's the exception. The card's ridiculous. Well, I, I mean, I, I I'm not saying that weapons are going to supplant followers as the, the item of choice. I think we have to see how it checks out. I mean, it also doesn't help that prior to Plague War, the you know the, the, the weapon-focused theme has really been unplayable. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, I think big. that is a, is a really big first step to getting those to playability and to getting that attachment type to, yeah. to well, seeing a lot more. I think that's part of the reason Rising Sunblade is so good. It's just Kensai last arc out of Dragon was it was built on the premise of your deck has like sixteen weapons and you're drawing up half your deck every game right. drawing a card every time you attach a weapon. It was a card draw that made it. Yeah, and yeah. you're not going to be able to play a deck with that many weapons in it anymore. So you aren't going to be able to guarantee I've got so many weapons in my deck I can throw two on every guy in my deck. So these one single weapons that are huge and make one guy a problems taking threat are so really huge for the Kensai deck in this arc. I think. Okay. Uh, number five, scouting far afield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drawing, it, it, it's not as good as searching through your deck and getting any card, but mm-hmm. going through your discard pile and getting any one card is really good. As Jay noted earlier, we you actually do get to play it right again immediately. Yeah. I think it's especially a big deal that it, it you can blow up one of your bow guys for it. You're going to have the biggest selection of actions to use when you have traded back and forth some provinces and you have one of these multi-unit battles everybody starts playing a lot of actions out and that lets you get exactly the thing you want at, at the cost of destroying a guy who wasn't doing anything else in this battle anyway yeah. or bowing a guy who's been hit by something like Game of Sincerity or Low Stance, or low stance yeah. where it doesn't zero yeah. their, their... They haven't actually had their zero force out yet. You know, usually kind of set them to slide, okay, this guy's a zero... But he, he actually does still have that force sitting. It's the same thing as expendable resources, but you know what card you're getting. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, another one of these, uh, what I think is a utility card, Claw and Shell. I think mm-hmm. it's a big difference between this and other boxable sort of meta that it actually does something against Lion. Lion was, Lion was the, the, by a substantial margin, the best performing clan in the Harbinger environment. They have multiple good decks in that environment, uh, and I think that there, there's still something you're going to want to worry about. 
It's and, and there are I mean and there are other things that, that 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 does. You can always just play it to bow anybody any any kind of crane deck and throw it in any dueling deck because it's a four. Right. So right. it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and 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 that's even and 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 again, like what we're going to get to with my number two and three cards is is that meta can have an impact on the environment beyond what it gets played with. Sometimes, and you may I mean you've already seen people posting like. Oh, I don't want to play Lion Big Followers now because when I put them on my ridiculously good six gold personality, it, it can gets just jumped. blown out from under them. <laughs> uh, and you know, two and three, I have only action speak and proper deference. You know, we've we've talked about those a lot. I think that they have they just have a big impact on the mm-hmm. environment. Uh, the number one card I have on my list is Hundred Fold Cut. We've talked about the fact that it negates <laughs> death. We've talked about the fact that it draws you card, and we've mentioned the fact that it has my name on it, and that makes it. The top card in the set. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's six players, ten choices each, which is, by my count, 60 chances for us to be completely and totally wrong. And I'm sure you'll tell us that after you hear the podcast and again after Gen Con when you actually have some evidence. That's the end of the first segment of the podcast today. Up next, the Strange Assembly News Desk. This is the Strange Assembly News Desk for June 19th, 2010. In the month of June, we've seen the release of the fourth edition of the Legend of the Five Rings RPG. I'm sure we'd be happy to give you a review about it, but I don't think any of us have been able to get it yet. Uh, we've also seen a recent release of information on the upcoming Battle of Cuden Tonbo set. It's been confirmed that this is a new Battle of Cuden Tonbo set in the current timeline. This Learn to Play set will feature Alliance Samurai against Dragon Monks, but will not feature any new promo cards. Also in the month of June, there have been three of the State of the Empire fictions describing the Kote results and the results of the interactive map for the Kote Mega Game, but also two fuller stories. Beneath the City Part 2, which was published on June 11, 2010, was the conclusion of a two-part story featuring the Genpuku Games' confrontation with a hidden threat in Ryoko Awari. Daigatsu Gaseng communes with the Dark Lord, informing him that the Ghoul Lord is present in the City of Lies. Gaseng states that he received this information in a vision from Fu Lang, which intrigues Daigatsu, because Fu Lang isn't taking Daigatsu's calls these days. Daigatsu Gaseng and Daigatsu Setsuko make contact with Ruma Akio, Kakita Hideo, Miramoto Ichizo, Akoto Shinori, Yoritomo Saburo, and Otaku Kahana. The group locates the lair of the Ghoul Lord, hidden in the city's leatherworking district. They confront the undead, who is finally killed by Gaseng using a dagger from Daigatsu, but not before the ghoul lord unleashes an unknown ritual on the Empire and a female Maho Tsukai escapes. Gaseng stays behind as the building collapses, and Daigatsu Setsuko flees with the Genpuku game. Another story published this month was Duty of the Clans. In this fiction, we see the clan champions or their representatives meeting with the Chosen of the Empress and the Jewel Champions at the request of of Iweko I. The voice of the Empress, Takashi Satsu, informs them that the clans have new duties that must be undertaken to defeat the challenges facing the Empire. The Crab, Lion, and Unicorn are to focus on the destroyers in the south who have effectively conquered Crab lands. 
Phoenix and Mantis are to attempt to find out more about Kali Ma and her motivations, the Phoenix and Rokugan, and the Mantis in the Ivory Kingdoms. With the Shogun's forces to the south, and most of the Phoenix looking to understand Kali Ma, the dragon must marshal the northern minor clans and what Shiva can be spared to lead a defense against the forces of the Dark Oracle of Fire. The plague-wracked Scorpion and Crane are tasked with maintaining the Empire, tending to those who succumb to fear, and ensuring that the people are not overwhelmed, which is taken by the Crane to mean general cultural support. Also, so far in the month of June, we have had five Kote results. The Grenoble Kote on June 5th was won by Sebastian Belliger with Crab Scouts. Sebastian kept the points for the Crab Clan. The theme deck event at that Kote was won by Julian Barthez for the Ronin, who were required to donate their points. The St. Louis Cote was won by Evan Paul with Lion VPI followers. Evan donated the Lion's points to the Empire. The costume contest was won by Kristen Marquette, who kept the points for the Crab. The Anchorage Cote was won by Joe Hicks, also with Crab, donated the points to the Empire. And the side event at that Cote was won by Joe DeSimone for the Spider, with the points donated to the Empire. The Manila Cote was won by Jan Penaforte, again with Crab, and again keeping the points. However, the side event was won by Joanne Gassitz for the Unicorn, who ke- and she kept the points. Reykjavik Cote was won by Robert Almgren with Dragon Monks, who donated the glory points to the Empire. The theme deck event was won by Sigurd Bjorn Johnson of the Spider, who donated the points to the Empire. We apologize for any mispronunciations of players' names. You can email us at strangeassembly at gmail.com to let us know how to pronounce it, and we'll correct that next time. Now, we've talked about points donations, and so let's go next to the Mega Game update. In the Glory category, Dragon are currently achieving solid victory. Costly victory sees the Crab, Lion, Unicorn, Mantis, and Phoenix. The Crane, the Empire, and the Spider currently in failure, with the Scorpion in total failure. On the Honor front... The Empire, Unicorn, Dragon, Phoenix, and Mantis are currently achieving a costly victory with Crab, Crane, Lion, Scorpion, and Spider in failure. For a Strange Assembly editorial, let's go to Trevor Valentine. All right, after that last segment, I have a little quick aside. Uh, You people need to stop giving points to the Empire. Don't encourage this crap. I mean, it's gone long enough. It's had its time in the sun. It's got to go, people. Uh, There's no reason to let it continue. You don't know what's going to happen when it does or doesn't. So go for something new. I mean, show some initiative, change some things. Thank you, Trevor. Now for a word from our correspondent in South Africa. That's the Strange Assembly News Desk for June 19, 2010. Welcome back. A little bit later, we're going to talk about the two exclusive Imperial Gift 3 previews, but first let's talk about another unreleased card that was accidentally previewed to the world at large. I'm talking, of course, about Paneki's Disgrace, which was mispacked in some of the uh, Lion Starter decks, maybe something else, in, in Plague War, and it revealed a big story result about what was going to happen with this this vote for a champion to get the plague. And I know I've seen 
people complaining about the fact that that it was mispacked and what that means anything did you well i mean mispacks happen they've i mean that's a chronic problem that the AEG has had uh i remember back in uh shoot all the way back to gold edition uh some buddies of mine bought a gold edition booster box and the only thing that was in the booster box were welcome homes and hunting tigers and that paid for the rest of their gold edition <laughs> purchases, yes. as well as into diamond edition. Yeah, and it and it happened again with samurai edition with the the phoenix starters that had half of the cards in the set were full bleed. Yeah, the latter so, half. Oh, sorry, half the card in the box. But so, and, but this is not. I know there were some printer issues that AEG had with their the switch over, but this is not a printer issue. I don't think this is a packing issue that they've always had that that has always been around. Yeah. Uh, but for the card itself, uh, like I said, it's called Panaki's Disgrace, 7 Force, 5 Chi, no honor requirement, 10 gold cost, no personal honor, Shadowlands Undead, Samurai Tactician, Plague, Experienced 6, Bayushi Paneki, Unique. After Paneki's Disgrace enters play, lose 4 honor. Open. If Paneki's Disgrace is dead, bring him into play. Battle. You may discard a card from the current battlefield's province, bow a target enemy card, Destroy it if it has no attachments, you discarded a card, and the enemy card's gold cost is lower than the discarded card's gold cost. Uh, it's got some really nice artwork on it by Steve Argyle, who is back with L5R, at least on a limited basis. Which is awesome. Just a very oh, good yeah. thing. Amen. And, yeah, and one of the, the nice things, not only is, is, is Steve's artwork really nice, but he is very plugged into the L5R community and, and the history of L5R and the the artwork for Paneki's Disgrace, uh, the, you know, the, the zombie Paneki, includes him holding Shouju's mask. And Shouju, of course, was previously got to be a, a zombie Soju. So so what do we think about the card itself? Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, you know, he doesn't die. That's always kind of kind of cool. I mean, uh, it's a big, huge, cheap fatty that comes back over and over again. Yeah. He's going to be played. I think it's kind of funny that he is better Sidon Santoed because he dies and then he comes back straight <laughs> rather than being bowed by battle If you're resolution. willing to pay the 10 gold. Yeah. yeah. you got to pay the gold cost and you got to lose the 4 on. Oh, do you? I mean, I knew the yeah, 4 on yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you do have to pay the 10. Oh, oh well, he'd be ridiculous yeah. if you didn't have to yeah, pay Yeah, if he was foolish, that, that'd be broken. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, how, how many clans can... Soak the honor loss of bringing this guy uh, to play more than one. Well, the spider, obviously. Yeah. Um, For battle, kill mantis will. Yeah. Yeah. Crab will eat honor losses. True. They, they already yeah. do play oni, so. That's true, yeah. 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 If, um, if you're doing the, the crane oni thing Phoenix that I've heard about. could conceivably gain honor to negate the honor losses, but uh, mm. my experience with Phoenix 6 is every time I try to play anything in, with Phoenix that involves honor loss, we just blows the honor requirements out of the water. It's really, really, really difficult to manage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's too many. I mean, lo- a lot of the high honor hands, Lion, no. Phoenix, Dragon, Crane, you've just got too many no. guys with, with honor requirements. Right. You can't... Well, You can hardly afford to take one also, four honor. There's also that mythical Crane-Oni deck I keep hearing about <laughs> that, that people seem to like playing. But... Well, I guess he yeah. can... Yeah, he, he's a large... Shadowlands. He's, yeah. sh- he's a big guy. Certainly going to that. He's not an Oni. Only four honor loss, though. He doesn't yeah, kill things. Well, he can't he use he can't use some of the the honor cards, and his kill isn't as reliable and son. His kill actually does work best out of 
ninja. Because in order to use it oh. effectively, you have to know what the gold cost of the province is. If it's face up, you may know that, but with the Hidden Moon Dojo, yeah. you will actually be able to, ninja to know will for sure. Totally play that card. They, have, they don't care about their honor. They, all their honor, all their guys have slash honor requirements. It'll be in their deck. I'm not sure if they'll play it because they already lose you know twenty to thirty honor a game easily with their ninja janky cards. Mm. Well, but they. I mean, does the ninja decks run the normal Pinaki? Mine does. Some do. I, I mean, is that, I mean, I of course, which so. is which is one of the reasons why we have Pinakis. Just great. I mean, Scorpion players don't like Bayushi Pinaki. The the history on this card is that I well, thought Bayushi Pinaki was a really good card. Um, yeah, I mean, but but I mean, this this card resulted because last year at Gen Con and the European Championships there was a vote. And every player who, who entered the main event in that got to vote. And then if you bought one of the, the clan packs, you got another vote. Those are the ones that came with the, the T-shirts. And the vote was for what champion was going to get the plague and presumably die. Uh, and I, I think that even I think the, the prize itself may have been get the plague, and it was made clear on the forums that it was get the plague and die. I yeah, think, I think yeah. it's superpowers and, in a cape when you get the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's part of the answer. I mean, it's not so that kind of plague. I mean, yeah, and people voted. Well, most people, except for the Scorpion players, voted for people they hated. I heard a lot of people voted for Kuan. I didn't vote for Kuan because I didn't think Kuan deserved to go out that way. Um, uh, but Domitai I got votes. Domitai got mm. votes. Uh, a lot of the the, the the high hate champions got votes. So like Domitai, I voted like for Paneki because I, I I didn't like Paneki. Well, I mean, Paneki got the same kind of hate votes that, that Domitai did. It just, I mean, the biggest proponents of killing off Domitai were Crane players who thought she was, was too lion. But, I mean, Paneki's disgrace won, and I, you know, a lot of us were at Gen Con. If you were at Gen Con, there was no doubt yeah. that Paneki was going to win. The only question was whether or not there was some sort of move, there was going to be some sort of movement at, at Euro Champs yeah. that, that intervened and changed that. And really, you you knew before you got the Gen Con that it was very likely that Paneki's you know that Paneki was going to be the one who died because there was a big movement on the forums. I you know there were there were some Colat players who wanted to kill off Paneki because of, of being Colat, but I think the primary movers behind Paneki dying were Scorpion players who wanted to kill off kill off the Scorpion because they didn't like. Paneki's card, not because they didn't like Paneki the character, because they didn't like the card, mm. and they and, yeah. and many of them who wanted to get another card, they were hoping for what's what sometimes happens, where you know the champion changes in mid arc, and you you get another copy of, yeah. of a champion, and now they kind of have, but they don't like it. Uh, I think actually motivation I heard was a lot of them thought they were going to get a new champion to replace Paneki. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they they, they 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 would get a new clan champion and they'd win a new card, but instead they're going to get this. Well, everybody's <laughs> going to get this, but yes. uh, and 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 that's and and since this was this mispack was revealed, there has been a lot of you know there was a lot of fighting on the AEG forums about you know going back and what had the Scorpion players really wanted when they were trying to. Through that, but I, you know, we a lot of us read the forums. A lot of us were at Gen Con, and I I think the primary motivator was that the Scorpion didn't like the card, and maybe they hoped they get a new card. I mean, there were some other people thrown in there. Oh, we'll take a bullet for the team. We'll do that. But there's there were a lot of Scorpion players that complained when this card got revealed that it, this was a lousy way for Panaki to go out. And I guess a duh. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I never got the impression that the that the clan champion that being chosen for this particular nomination was a reward. I I, I felt like it was something no, it's negative. Not. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a it, yeah, it was a negative. It was, it's choosing someone to die of the plague, not yeah. not to go out in a. I mean, blaze of you can say it, it's not a heroic deck. Death, but what's you know? How are you going to come up with a heroic death to the plague? You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gonna and, die in a bed coughing. You and, know. And yeah. I guess now I was just I was trying to rack my brain for you know all of the champions in in, in Celestial. Now the two oldest champions have died recently. Yeah. Paneki and Kuan, because yeah. yeah. both of them were printed in Spirit Wars. They're the yeah. oldest guys that are current, are people that are currently champions. And Kuan has died in the story, and I knew he was going to die in the story. Yeah. So that's another reason why I didn't vote for him, because I knew he was going to die in battle, like, you know, taking on the Shadowlands Onis, and that's exactly how he died. Well, yeah, and Sean, and Sean said on the forums that he, that the two champions, I, I believe this is what he said, two champions were slated to die during Celestial, and... If the person who won the vote was one of those two, it would change the way that oh. they were going to die. Yeah. And if it was, uh, a, and if it was somebody different, then three champions would die okay. during the course of Celestial. But we don't know if he's one of them. whether or not Paneki was was one of them. I mean, but there are there aren't a lot of candidates left. There are some people it's who are really terrible right. candidates to die because they just became like Kane, Kane. Yeah. Kane, yeah, Kane, yeah, Sakimi. But Dyson's Dyson's been around. The, the card has been around a long cool. while. He hasn't been a he has been champion, he has been a champion that for that long. And then of course the perpetual when is Daigatsu going to to leave us? He's been around since gold. He's been the yeah. most important character in for in one yeah. arc and like one of the couple most important characters in in two or three other arcs. I voted for Pineki because giving that goes to the plague seems kind of counterproductive. He would get superpowers and a cape. Daigatsu does seem to come out of situations smelling like roses. Yes. No, he, he would recover and then gain the ability to give other people the plague. <laughs> okay, so we know that Pineki's going to die. Now, any th- picks for the next Scorpion champion? I have no idea. Maybe Yoga Reiko. I, I can't name a scorpion. <laughs> Norcha. Yes. Norcha. Who's the one that nah. crossed no, us? No, he was already champion. Yeah, he was already champion, but we don't know whether he's dead or not. So right. I bet yes. Yojiro's coming back. Yeah, so that's what I want. Yojiro to come back as champion again. Wait a minute. Is Sinetra still floating around yes. out there She's somewhere? She's dead. She is. So she killed him. She had lightsaber. Oh, okay, so, so we have seen the body. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. We've, All right. We've seen the body. Okay, well, the leading leading three people that people have been talking about are... Samaro, Mojito, and uh, the now now Bayushi Miyoko, but mm, um, okay. I think Samaro is the only one of those that makes a lot of sense. Along Samaro with, does make a lot of sense. He does make a lot. Of ch- well, people, I mean, I he's, hated that card so much. No kidding. <laughs> I guess. Ooh, what's, what's the crazy guy? He's always great. The Dark Sword of Bitter Lies. He's dead too. He's dead. Quan He's dead. Quan Chai. Oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's dead. He's being consumed eternally in Gaki Do. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> we we have in fact seen what. The, the ver- that version of the body as well. We know it can't be Norichai because Norichai is a pud, according to the Scorpion the Clan. But like, he had a disgrace to the clan. Well, he was, which is why he, he was kind be. of a pud yeah. in the story. Uh, yeah, and, what, but that was something I suggested. The, you know, the Scorpion Clan is getting its its butt kicked right now, and they're going to want Baby Shoju to be the champion anyway. So put in somebody who fails, and I mean, they've Nor- Norichai's even had a quote on his card about how the whole. 
oh, I, I fail, and that makes people falsely think the Scorpion a weak thing. So maybe they can they can do that. But, it, of course, the important question is, when do we actually get this promo? The legality date on the card is November 1st. So votes were Gen Con and Eurochamps. I'm guessing Gen Con and Eurochamps this year? Probably. Sounds, legit. Sounds reasonable. Seems likely. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he'll be Christmas present for the Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> Now what you've all been waiting for, those exclusive Imperial Gift 3 promos. Although we don't know exactly when it's coming out, very soon we'll be getting the third part of the free Imperial Gift sets. This is something that AEG has been doing over the course of the last year. Uh, To the best of my knowledge, it's the first time a, a company has given away an entire expansion worth of cards to its customers, so uh, I think cool. that's pretty cool. That's great, yeah. Price is right. That's <laughs> uh, oh, no, too too much. The the first card is a, a strategy called Shadowed Words. Gold cost of zero, focus value of one. It's political action. Limited. Choose your performing courtier or ninja personality. Shuffle one or two target political strategies from your discard pile into your deck. Remove this card from the game. I think that it will get played by bad players. That's my honest opinion. I feel like the problem with this is it's not like, in previous arcs there were those one or two ridiculously good political actions where you'd be willing to play this so you got another one of those back. There just aren't that super uber good political action to go get back. Yeah. I mean, sadly, I hate the pick on the scorpion and the crane because I know I've already done this this episode. Um, but, you know, Players are going to look at this card and go, "Oh, I've got these these card cards that do this dishonor bomb or, or this honor bomb. I, I can put it back in my deck." And the card really isn't that good. And like even even other cards that have similar effects for different things for like items and followers and stuff like that, they'd still be bad. Like you know, you put target a, a follower in your discard pile and put him back in your deck, still pretty bad. Well, I don't think that's a crane or, or yeah. scorpion player thing. I mean, there are always people who think that. When they, they first printed Spin the Karmic Wheel, yeah. Dragon was all about ring honor. You had Masajiro, who was the absolute central focus of that deck. And Spin the Karmic Wheel, was, it, it lets you shuffle him back in when he was going to die. And when that was previewed, people said, oh, you got to play with that. It saves your Masajiro. And, and the ultimate problem is that it's, it's spending an action... It doesn't affect the board position in any way. It just gives you a some small chance that you're later going to be getting these action backs. I mean, unless you've managed to deck yourself. Uh, and that was, you can, Tagashi Shunsen in Legacy, you can use to both deck yourself and then put exactly the two cards you want now that they've banned High House of Light. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly, like, Spin the Karmic Wheel was a bad card. It ended up in one competitive deck. It ended up in the Phoenix... Peckle no Oni uh, Honor. Yeah, it works for Peckle. Samurai. Uh, that's kind of different. It was just a weird, weird interaction. They that's used because to keep it was, Peckle from dying. That's because it was, yeah, that's like, yeah, you weren't using it to shuffle him back in. You were using it to negate losing 10 honor. Yes, that's exactly what they were using yeah. it for. I'm an aggressive player, so I can never think of playing that card. It doesn't do anything by itself. So yeah. this is our, our coaster of the week. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a bad card. 
Uh, and I, 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 it would be a bad card no matter which 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 clan it was oriented for. If it was oriented to Phoenix, it'd be a bad card. I mean, if it was oriented to the Lion, it'd be a bad card. I'm always coming back. I'm playing the card now. <laughs> Unless you see some ridiculous political action that's just completely over the top, it, and I, you must have it. I can't even. Con- I can't even conceive of how. I mean, the. There are going to be people who say, well, you have Dishonor with Shugenja. You can then turn around and walk for it. But that's only relative if you've already burned all three copies of it. I, I don't know how good and important a political action you would need. Like oh. That would have to be to even think about running Oh, I this. agree. If there's I, a political action that's good enough that you would want to run that card and get it back, that card's probably too good and I don't want to see it printed, whatever this <laughs> hypothetical card is. None of us play Scorpion Control either, so we don't really know precisely what we're talking about. I just can't see it being played. It, no. it's, it's just it's really, really slow, too. It's I mean, slow and doesn't do anything off immediately, so... If you can't win a game in five minutes, you're playing the game wrong. <laughs> well, that's that's Trevor's perspective. Well, that's Trevor's. Well, that's Trevor's Mantis perspective. I'm pretty sure that his Sea Watch Castle deck takes more than five minutes. It takes a six. <laughs> it takes. Uh, our other preview card from Imperial Gift Three today is a holding called Exotic Goods. Uh, two gold cost artisan merchant retainer. Bow this card. Produce two gold. Open. Choose your performing artisan personality. Target another player's unbowed personality. His controller may bow him. If he did not bow, gain one honor. So I guess we will probably all look at this and think it's sort of a nerfed governor's court for artisans. Yeah, yeah. nerfed governor's court. Or spider owner now. Except you don't have to bow anybody for it, (laughs) which is kind of nice. Which I think is one of his redeeming qualities. But it has to be unbowed, doesn't it? Yeah, it It has to be unbowed. Well, it's... It, I mean, it's it's an open, so it only has to be. I mean, the it it having to be unbowed is only relevant on your opponent's turn, so you can use even. But I mean, it is an open if you're switching, and it matters that your opponent's stuff is, is unbowed on your turn. Switch, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Crane, you don't you don't have to be playing an entire artisan deck to have it. I mean, you just have True. to have one artisan personality have to have out a couple, on the table. You have to have like like six good artisans in the deck. And if, if if Crane can come up with six good artisans to put in the deck that are, that are worth playing in the deck regardless, I mean, Bukita is one of them. And then Kensho win. And then maybe Kensho win. Well, Kensho um, great, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's four. That's not going, I mean, as a, I mean it's a two for two mm-hmm. holding anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with, I mean, if you had four good artisans in your deck, you could at least look at running, maybe not a play set of them, but I, I, I mean, I think we'd all agree, and, and everyone agree, that artisans are not as a deck in a viable position right now. So maybe this is a a card that just has to uh, to wait for its deck to to come. Possibly. Most minor themes aren't there yet anyway. So The thing about it yeah. being unbowed is that whenever I'm playing Honor, I always end up towards the end of the game after I've lost like two provinces. I end up having extra gold. Um, that, that may just be me. Maybe I'm just a bad Honor player. I probably am just a bad Honor player. <laughs> I don't have a good record of honor. It's not my preferred deck style, but... Well, I mean, once you've lost provinces, you're just going to have gold sitting around. You, you often have stuff to buy. Especially if you, if you didn't get really... If you didn't get <laughs> gold shorted at the at, at the beginning, you know, if yeah, you, you're down to one province, you have six or seven, you know, six holdings in your box out, you're going to have extra money left. It's just a question of whether or not you're you're trying to leave up you know this or an Okoto's grave or, it, it, or something else that does that does nothing. So you may as well. It, it's a way to see card right now. It's, it's yeah, it's oh, a way yeah. to see card for me. I think it, I think it doesn't quite make the cut in yeah. anything right now. For in sure, anything, yeah. but it could have potential. And again, I could be wrong about that. 
I'm notorious for thinking cards might have potential and then you know proving myself wrong by trying them. I out. thought you were just notorious for being wrong. <laughs> that, <that's laughs> no, I'm not too. notorious for being wrong. I, I'm right about a lot of things. <laughs> okay, well that's Shadowed Words and Exotic Goods. Two cards from the upcoming Imperial Gift 3. That set will be free and hopefully we'll see it by the end of the summer. That's it for the first episode of Strange Assembly. This episode featured music from Complete, Fell Far Behind, and Oxid Project, all of which you can find on garageband.com. You can find us on the web at strangeassembly.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for a retrospective on the Cote season, a look ahead to the impact of the Plague War on the tournament environment. We'll also see which clan player base Kevin calls stupid next. Kevin Petty. Jay Earl. Trevor Bellantelli. Jonathan Freeman. Justin Purdy. And Chris Stevenson. The podcast has ended. Go in peace to love and serve the Divine Empress.